Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. Health Suites with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Health Suites on Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Monter for the workday afternoon. Today on the show, we are joined by Dr. Sabrina Wee, clinical lead for gastroenterology work group Sing Health Polyclinics, to find out more about that puffy feeling we sometimes experience in the stomach. Doctor, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, Clarissa. <laughs> Okay, abdominal bloating, not a very sexy subject, but you know, it can be caused by many factors and can give Mm us um, just a a really uncomfortable feeling as we go through the day. Can you give us an overview of some of the many factors that could cause abdominal bloating? Okay, so abdominal bloating is something all of us will experience at some point in our lives. Uh, It is a sensation of abdominal fullness. Uh, Some people describe it as having a sensation of trapped gas in the tummy. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are quite a number of causes of abdominal bloating and uh, um, one of the the causes could be the types of food that we take in. Uh, Certain types of food can slow down the movement of the gut and cause a buildup of intestinal, intestinal gas and fluid. Uh, therefore causing bloating. A few of these examples uh, include dairy products like milk, uh, and this is especially so for people with uh, lactose intolerance, uh, and certain food types containing gluten in them. Uh, So these are food types. Uh, Other causes uh, or factors of of abdominal bloating include uh, medication, uh, for example, antibiotics uh, like doxycycline, or painkillers uh, like non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, or uh, medication for uh, co- chronic conditions like uh, diabetes, uh, like for example, metformin. Uh, you know, well, I guess other kinds of medical conditions that seem to have an increased frequency of abdominal bloating include uh, functional gastrointestinal disorders, and these include irritable bowel syndrome, or IBS, and functional dyspepsia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you say some patients say they feel like a, a, a gassy feeling, it actually yes. is a gassy yes. um, <laughs> condition that's going on in yes, our definitely. Okay, I, I can I understand. <laughs> <laughs> but we all feel this at some point. And, and yeah. so what, what I'm getting from what you've just said is it's normal if it's once in a while, yes. um, but maybe not so normal if it's often. Yeah. All right. I, I I think once in a while it's it's definitely we've had too much uh, dairy or, or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so for most of us, if we experience this, we would self medicate and assume it isn't much of an issue. Uh, is that the correct thing to do, or is there more to it? Well, um, definitely, I think um, for most of us, you know, it, it definitely happened to most of us. Um, if we experience this, uh, it's really not much of an issue. You know, you can actually self-medicate or self-manage because mm-hmm. uh, these symptoms are actually self-limiting and it will just go away after a few days. Right. Um, but uh, if it actually persists uh, or it actually, um, you know, it doesn't go away, then definitely there's a need to see your doctor to make sure it's not anything worrying. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. mm. so it really depends on, oh, we know that we've had too much dairy. Maybe we had a nice big cheese yeah. board for lunch. And then we feel this abdominal bloat. It's fine. Yeah, because you know that's the cause of it. Because you know, you know, you shouldn't have had that that last yes. piece of brie. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> now, stress and anxiety can worsen conditions like this, like IBS, yeah. resulting in that abdominal discomfort. What should we know? When should we be concerned? When should we go make that appointment to see the doctor? You know, okay. basically give us uh, give us more information here. Okay. So, I mean, like stress and anxiety um, can actually uh, worsen the symptoms of IBS. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems that sometimes being stressed or anxious uh, makes the mind more aware of what's going on in the abdomen. And uh, for some people, it actually heightens sensations like uh, abdominal bloating. So, uh, for prevention of that, I think it's very important to be mindful of our overall mental well-being and mental health. Uh, this helps to avoid aggravation of the abdominal symptoms. Um, prevention, I guess, one way is keeping stress at bay. Uh, having regular exercise, getting enough sleep, uh, or learning relaxation exercises like deep breathing. Um, I think especially for uh, people with IBS, having the knowledge of what sort of, a, what sort of food to avoid actually makes it less stressful for the person as well. So if you think... Um, what do we your your next question is what should we do is it mm. okay um yeah like like i said relaxation learning some relaxation exercises actually helps a lot um if you're saying in terms of uh you know what can we do uh if the bloating occurs uh so first of all i, I like to say that you know prevention is always better than cure so sure. um you know knowing what to avoid first, actually, is much better than... I was going to ask you that. (laughs) Give us some example of foods to avoid. Foods to avoid. Um, Okay, so I think first of all, before the foods to avoid, uh, remember that uh, eating and drinking slowly would definitely help. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're talking about uh, drinking, then uh, certain types of drinks would not be so good. Uh, For example, alcohol, coffee or soft drinks. Uh, these are uh, uh, types of fluids that can actually cause bloating. Uh, in terms of food heights to avoid, um, I think in our local context, there's uh, quite a number of uh, food heights that actually can cause bloating. Uh, for example, um, you know, in, in a lot of our food, uh, you know, onions, garlic, uh, yeah, shallots, uh, things like that, if you have a lot of that, that can actually cause bloating. Um, Fermented products uh, like soya sauce uh, and wheat-based products, uh, especially in our our uh, local uh, uh, context, uh, noodles, roti, you know, dim sum, spicy food like curries, you know. If you have a lot of these, uh, these can actually cause bloating in the tummy as well. Um, yeah, that's, that's quite that's a bit. Cool. That's, that's quite a main part of our diet right there, yeah, Donna. Yeah. Oh, I haven't forgot. Oh, there's also vegetables, you know, like broccoli Serious. and cabbage and leeks as well. So I, I, I always feel it's important, everything in moderation. So mm-hmm. don't overeat all of these things. <laughs> all right. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of things to not overeat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, if the bloating does occur. Mm. I mean, you know, especially the Chinese New Year that just came by. Right. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a re- very important reminder to tell yourself, don't do it again. Okay, so, don't do it from, again. Yeah, I know. So apart from avoiding all those types of food, um, if the bloating does occur, uh, it is important to consider, uh, consider doing a few things. For example, taking some ginger tea or mm. peppermint tea. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some there's some work in that. I mean, some research in that, you know, in, in a way it helps to pre- uh, reduce the bloating and helps to reduce the 
the, the abdominal discomfort as well. Um, certain uh, uh, medication or over-the-counter uh, um, uh, medication that you can buy in a pharmacies include antacids, mm-hmm. um, yogurt, or, uh, or even probiotics. You know, these can actually help to uh, uh, modify the gut uh, microflora as well. So this will help to reduce the bloating as well. So these are things to consider. All right. The bloating does occur. <laughs> All right. We're speaking with Dr. Yeah. Sabrina Wee, clinical yeah. lead for gastroenterology work group, Singh Health mm-hmm. Polyclinics. Let's talk about mental health and yep. the part it plays with abdominal bloating and, and abdominal issues. I didn't mm-hmm. actually would never have made a connection between our mental health and, mm-hmm. and my stomach, but apparently there is a link. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Like I mentioned just now. Uh, yeah, it somehow is linked to the to the tummy, I think. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, in other words, take take good care. Make sure you sleep enough. Try not to yes. let the stress get away from you. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Now, you yeah. said mild bloating does go away in a few days. Um, mm-hmm. So, if it doesn't go away in a few days, how many days before we think maybe we should go see a doctor? I, I think, you know, it's, a few days, I would mean like, you know, within the week or so, right. uh, you know, uh, it should go away in a few days within the week. Uh, but mild bloating is such that, you know, the symptoms don't interfere with your daily activities. So you can go about doing your, your, your daily, uh, go about your daily life um, and it shouldn't interfere with what you're doing. But we should be more concerned if, uh, you know, the symptoms persist or, or worsens with time or, or actually... Uh, causes you to lose sleep. So, you know, if that happens, then yes, uh, we should be more concerned, yeah. All right, okay. Now, mm-hmm. let's talk about if it's serious abdominal bloating, it causes acute pain, for example, and real uh-huh. discomfort. What kind mm-hmm. of treatment options would a patient suffering from that ha- be looking at? Well, I think uh, treatment options for abdominal bloating and discomfort uh, varies. Uh, and that's because of the various causes of abdominal bloating. Um, at the end of the day, we, we do need to find out and treat the underlying cause of the bloating. Uh, if it's because of diet, then of course there's a need to avoid the types of food that cause the symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same goes for medication as well. Um, but if you know you've avoided all these and you know you're still not uh, well, the symptoms are still not improving, then certain types of investigations are needed to actually find out what's the cause. Um, you know, the test can include a test for, uh, to check for lactose intolerance or to check for gluten intolerance. Um, sometimes you, you need a scope um, to, to actually find out what's going on and perhaps an ultrasound as well of the abdomen and pelvis. So after that, you know, if, if we actually know the cause of it, then there are many different, well, there are different types of medication that doctors can actually prescribe. Uh, but again, that's dependent on the cause of bloating. So yeah. it, it depends on, the, on the, what is causing the bloating. So the bloating yeah. might not just be a standalone reaction to too much rich food, for example. It yeah. could be a symptom yeah. of something more serious. Yeah, yeah. Um, if this bloating actually becomes a, a frequent uh, problem or, mm-hmm. you know, it, it actually uh, becomes a persistent problem, then it may be a, a sign of something more serious, uh, such as the presence of cancerous cells. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if it does occur, then, uh, uh, you know, you should really see uh, a doctor and get some medical um, review for this 
Is there an age group um, that should be a little bit more concerned about frequent abdominal bloating? For age groups, um, you know, it's it's actually to me. I think you know, as long as you have recurrent, frequent bloating, I think it should be uh, reviewed. But I think as you all get older, then uh, and it becomes more persistent, then then it should it's a higher risk for older people. I would think, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. All right. We've been speaking with Dr. Sabrina Wee, clinical lead for gastroenterology work group, Sing Health Polyclinics. Doctor, thank you for the time. Thank you for the You're information. Um, it's it's actually been a fun conversation, despite the yeah, fact it yeah. wasn't a sexy topic. <laughs> it wasn't. It was very nice talking to you, Clarissa. Thank you yeah. very, very much. I'm Clarissa Montero for the Workday Afternoon. This has been Health Suite Stay with Money FM 89.3, Singapore's most influential radio station. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.